Welcome to Straight Talk with Sandra Reich. Are you trying to master the game of life without success? There are secrets and strategies to living your best life. We'll share some of them with you on today's show. Take advantage of this series to become an expert at relationships. All relationships. It's time to live the life that you deserve to live. Now, here's your host, Sandra Reich. Welcome to Straight Talk with Sandra Reich, a show about living your very best life. I wonder if you guys are enjoying the summer and taking time to enjoy the sunshine, get outside. What's it been like? Let us know. Email us. Uh, text us, call us, join the conversation anytime. How do you do that? Well, you call one 472 if you'd like to join us on the show today, which is a show about the importance of relaxation. A very, very interesting topic, by the way. If you want to text us, we're at one five one four seven nine six four three five seven, and you can email us anytime at info at helpforanxietydepression.com about this topic or any topic you want to talk about. So I mentioned summer because it seems like relaxation is easier for people in the summer, but I want to start by talking about why this topic is such an important topic. So how many people listening, I won't see you guys, but how many people were raised like I was, which was the idea was to go do things, accomplish things. Um, you know, how many things do you get done in a day? Uh, what's the latest accomplishment that you've done in your life? Doing was equated with uh, self-esteem, quality of life, doers get ahead. How many people buy into that? I know I did for a very, very long time, and I've talked about this on the show before. I fell in love with someone who um, was raised in a family where they certainly were taught about accomplishment, but they were also taught about the importance of relaxation. And I remember early in our romance when I would see my husband hanging out on the couch, and I would ask him, what are you doing And I would seriously ask like that, what are you doing? Because it seemed to me that to be doing nothing would be very idle and a waste of time. I'm wondering how many people relate to that. And he would look at me and he would say, I'm relaxing. And I thought, what on earth does that even mean? It was so foreign to me. So as the years have gone by, as those of you who follow the show know, I became uh, a therapist, uh, fascinated with the field, especially of anxiety and depression relationships. And lo and behold, people who get anxiety and depression are not good at relaxing. So, and I wasn't good at relaxing because as I said, I didn't grow up with the idea that relaxing was doing something. And I think that's the first thing I want to get out on today's show is that relaxation is doing something. Because I know that was really foreign for me relaxation, I repeat, is doing something. And how important is relaxation? Oh my God, super important. It's actually a mentally active process to relax. Who knew? It leaves your body and your mind focused, calm, refreshed, and of course, relaxed. So it's very, very important. Let's go to the other side of the equation. I want to talk about how important is relaxation in your life. And join us. Call us. Tell us how you relax. Uh, text us. Email us. How do you relax in your life? What happens to people who don't relax? 
Last week, we talked about type A personalities. So, and Georgia and I, who's on the show again today, Georgia, we confessed to being type A's. And type A's are not always um, relaxers because we're doers. We think that doing is really great. But did you know that your health is at risk if you don't relax? I repeat, your health is at risk if you don't relax. Here's what happens when you're not relaxing. You're in a state of stress and your body releases stress hormones, which are cortisol and adrenaline all day long. Um, if that happens once in a while, no problem. You know, we all get stressed. Stress is a normal part of life. But if you're constantly on the go and juggling priorities, how much time are you spending stressed or wired? Now, what's happening to your body at that moment? Your body is pumping stress hormones and nervous energy into tissues and organs, overworking them and literally wearing you down. So these doers or the way I was raised, go, 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 go. What happens to the body to people who go, 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 go? Well, um, headaches, constant headaches are a sign of this. Digestive problems are a sign of this. You go to the doctor, you say you have a headache or a digestive problem. They're not always going to ask you if you're relaxing, but we're going to on straight talk. Sleep difficulties, very big sign of a lack of relaxation in your life. Muscle aches, very much linked to this constant state of heightened arousal. So our bodies are really just not designed to function in this permanent state of fight or flight, which is really when you're out there going, okay, what's the next thing I do? What's the next thing I do? It's literally like you're fighting the dragons one after another after another, and our bodies are not set up to handle that. So our goal today is going to be to impress upon Uh, you all and us all, the importance of relaxation and how do you integrate it into your schedule and what is it anyways? What does it even mean to relax? Some people are really good at it. As I said, my husband, he's a star at relaxing. Since I met him, it, you know, often I, over the years, I've, as I said, asked him, what are you doing right now? I'm relaxing. Or if he gets really quiet, I'll go, what's going on right now? I'm chill. What? (laughs) But I've learned he has no sleep problems, of course, because he takes that time um, to relax his body. So, and I've learned to do that also. And lo and behold, my sleep problems went away and my life started to get a lot better. Am I still a type A personality? A hundred percent. But have I learned to integrate relaxation into my life? A hundred percent. So what you need to do to integrate relaxation into your life is you need to make time in your schedule to unwind, do absolutely nothing and relax. Some of you listening are going to be thinking that's a terrible waste of time. And I get you because the old part of me still feels like, what? Do nothing? Do nothing when there's so many things on your to-do list? How can you do nothing? Well, You are doing something. You are refueling your body. So what happens to your body when you do take the time to relax? Well, that's very interesting because it's pretty much the opposite of what happens when we're stressed. Actually, studies show that when someone's relaxing versus when somebody's stressed, Uh, Our heart rate, our muscle tone and blood pressure, sweating 
And even hormones increase during stress and they decrease during relaxation. Imagine that, your, even your muscle tone. So the next time you're clenching your teeth in traffic or you know, slamming the door at your office, you may want to consider trying some relaxation techniques because relaxation will help your body release chemicals that make your muscles and organs slow down. And here's another interesting point. They increase blood flow. Relaxation increases blood flow to your brain. Let's think about that for a moment. Increase blood flow to the brain. Why is that valuable? Hmm. Very valuable. Thinking clearly, making better decisions, and as a result, accomplish more. So the type A personalities who are like, I can't I have no time to relax. I'm listening to your show. Are you kidding me? I don't have time to relax. I am going to submit to you that you don't have time not to relax because by relaxing, you actually allow blood flow to, blood flow to your brain to come up with creative ideas to propel whatever it is in your life you're working on. Maybe you're working on something in your business, trying to write a book, uh, trying to manage your household, and you're struggling. An experiment you can try is integrating relaxation techniques into your day-to-day life and do absolutely nothing. And you'll find something really strange happens. You will get more done. So that's a very novel concept if you were raised to go do. So again, the only way I was able to do this was to buy into the fact that relaxation will allow me to do more. And that's true because when you relax, your heart rate slows down, your breathing becomes slower and deeper, your blood pressure drops, your muscles relax, your stress levels reduce, your immune system gets a boost, and your energy level gets an increase, and your productivity gets an increase. Okay, so think about this. Doing this, is it's like taking a multivitamin, isn't it? Okay, Doing relaxation in your day-to-day life is something that's going to have a profound effect on your own productivity. So if you are a doer and you want to do more things, actually relaxation is key to getting yourself there. So we'll take a short break, and when we come back, we'll talk about how to integrate relaxation in your life, and I'll have my special guest will be here, Georgia Dow, who's a master at relaxation, and we'll talk more about that. So stay tuned. We'll be right back on Straight Talk with Sandra Reich. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Join the therapist who is affectionately known as the couple whisperer, Sandra Reich, on her famous couple retreats and change your life forever. Sandra offers couple retreats in beautiful locations several times a year that can radically change your love life. Couples describe her retreats as life-changing. Regain that loving feeling. Bring your intimacy to a new level and rediscover excitement and joy. Find out more at helpforanxietydepression.com or call 514-796-4357. We all want love and safety. Now you can have it. Call 514-796-4357 or helpforanxietydepression.com. 
Change your life forever with the latest cutting-edge products for home study treatment for anxiety, featuring the clinical director of the Montreal Center for Anxiety and Depression and host of Straight Talk, Sandra Reich. Sandra is joined by top therapist Georgia Dow in this revolutionary anxiety videos therapy series. Thousands of people have benefited from this scientifically proven treatment approach. Isn't it time you chose yourself? Visit anxiety-videos.com right now. That's anxiety-videos.com and change your life forever. A fresh look at today's health. Voice America Health and Wellness. You are listening to Straight Talk with Sandra Reich. To connect with the program today, please call 1-866-472-5792. Again, that's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to info at helpforanxietydepression.com. Now, back to Straight Talk. Here's Sandra Reich. So we're back on Straight Talk talking about a topic that really honestly was one of my biggest life challenges, something that did not come naturally to me. And I forced myself to learn it. As I mentioned, my husband was really good at it. So it was kind of either um, join him, beat him or join him. I don't know what the expression is. What is it, Georgia? I'm always beat, beat them or join them. Beat them or join them. And yeah. I joined him. I started doing relaxation. And uh, lo and behold, um, not only did I feel better, but my type A personality was still okay because relaxation actually increases productivity. But Let's not just take my word for it. Of course, I have my special guest. As you heard, Georgia Doubt is back. We've had her two weeks in a row. What a treat. And actually, Georgia's part of the journey. I mean, I met her a few years ago. She is, as you guys know, a top psychotherapist at the Montreal Center for Anxiety and Depression, a specialist in anxiety. She is, by the way, also a specialist in computers and phones and all sorts of IT stuff. I don't even know. Like, what's the proper way to describe the stuff you do for the phones? Tech, 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 I guess. Tech. Yeah, I saw your new tech tech uh, in the front. Oh, my bell. Did you like that? I my new fancy it. bell? Yes, I like it. See you? Ring. Yeah, yeah I love that. That's my get... favorite one, by the way. Oh, really? We have the other one, but sorry. Okay. Different story. Yeah, but... we actually just chat on the radio. We do do that at this point, you yeah. know. Um, so years ago when I met you, so she's a specialist in tech. She's a specialist in anxiety and depression. She's my partner in anxiety videos, also a very dear friend. And actually, we've had many conversations about this topic. And years ago, uh, when I met you, I was really fully into my type A. I was building the company. You saw me. I was like, go, go, go. And I remember you would tell me, like, maybe take an afternoon off and daydream about superheroes. I was like, okay, she's <laughs> whack. This girl's, do you remember saying that? that? I do remember okay. that. And yeah. now I like I love that, and I love the idea. Like you were telling me the other day, I think you told me, maybe I'm dreaming, that you stayed in bed and just – took it easy. Okay. So the topic is the importance of relaxation. I've given a lot of the science on it and what happens to our body. I want to know from you as Georgia Dell, but also as a professional, how important is it to relax? And, and is it something you do? Yes. Okay. I do do a lot of that. Okay. And is it important? It is. It is. It's really important. It's important as your way of resetting. It's your time of creativity. So we're much more creative when we are relaxed. Anxiety kind of cuts down creative creativity, makes us very unimind, like single thought processes oh, versus unimind. Yeah. We just one thing and it nothing else really you get to see. So you get to see more of a picture when you're more creative and a lot of when we go to businesses to be able to help them be more creative, they always start with some relaxing, strange activities to kind of open up those, right, right. those things to be able to deal with it. 
And it should be something that you do to be able to, like, you know, you're going and going and going. That's very exhausting for your system. And eventually, your neurons, after firing, right, when we talk about learning, so if you're in a classroom, you know, how long can someone actually learn for? It's actually about 50 minutes. Yeah. That's actually why therapy sessions are 50 minutes, because the brain sort of gets overloaded at that point. So you need a break. You need to take a break. And then your learning will be magnified again after that break. So even during work times, to be able to get up, take a drink of water, be able to go to the bathroom, relax so that you can reset you can be more productive after that. So it's very, very important. And it's always a sadness to me when I see that someone can't even relax because then how much fun are you really having? So last week you confessed to being a type A personality. We talked about this. And um, I talked about a lot my husband's family of origin being really good at relaxation, my family of origin being more interested in doing. And I've learned a lot of this as an adult to the concept of relaxation. I'm curious, growing up, was it a thing in your family to relax? Did your parents teach you the importance of relaxation or is it something you've taught yourself? No, they they were really good about relaxing. My parents were both also very type A and they like to do things, but also sleep was really important to them. Sitting down and playing cards was very important to them. Fun. My my parents had a lot of fun. They did a lot of fun things. Fun so was part fun of their and fun is part of relaxation. Yes. Okay. Yes, it doesn't have to be. It could be an excitatory kind of thing that's fun. But they did a lot of fun things that was like a crossword puzzle. My parents did their crossword puzzles together and they just chilled out. They would sit have their coffee, they would do a crossword puzzle, and they did a lot of just laughter or watching TV. So you really learned it through osmosis. You really would see it, and that's what you now do in your life. So it it did not come difficult to you to learn the concept of relaxation. No. You're married to someone who may not have been brought the same way. Did he have to learn? Yeah, no, he did. He did. He had to learn it. So he came from a southern Italian home. Yeah, more type A. Very, very... Accomplishments. Um, yeah, accomplishment, but also work. Work. Work, work was important, that's, that's right? the word for it. You know, they, they thought that if, if, you're, if you're not working... And again, they, they came from a different background. My, yeah. my parents' families, well, at least from my father's side, um, were, were well off. And so they didn't, they didn't have that strong of a work right away versus my, my, my husband's family where they went through, um, in Italy, they went through just depression of no food shortages and it was very difficult. So there was a reason for why both families are very different to what happened. And so you had to work. You had to work and work hard because if not, there may not be food the next day. Yeah. And so he learned, like my, my husband wasn't even able to nap. Um, at all. He couldn't nap at all. And now he can nap. If he needs to, he can nap. But he actually learned that. And it, he would feel guilty for napping. Right. My mom would be like, go lie down. Let me make the bed for you. Go lie down. You look tired. To my husband, um, who was dating at the time, he's like, I, there's no way I can do that. Yeah. I can't do that because he worried about being judged or yeah. being lazy, not being productive enough. And so with that thought of judgment in your head, how much can you relax? So I guess that's step one. you got to remove the judgment because for myself, that is how I was brought up with work ethic. You, you mm-hmm. work and work before play. You yes. must do work. And then my in-laws who are a bit sound, a little bit like your parents, my mother-in-law often says things like rest your eyes. Why don't you just rest your eyes? And That's I thought, nice. isn't that That's sweet? So nice. so nice. Just, yeah. why don't you rest your eyes a little bit, Sandra? And like, really in the middle of like a get together. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. My brother will actually fall asleep at every get together. You'll see him laying out on the couch with a pillow and he will sleep while we're yeah. doing a get together. Yeah, he has no qualms to that. I love that. She said, just rest your eyes. Cause just then she's not sleeping. 
you're just your resting eyes. your eyes. Yes. I was just yes. resting my eyes for yes. a little bit. That's a nice way of being able to get around it if you're yeah. worried about the judgment is I'm just going to rest my eyes for 10 minutes. And the thing about this is at first, you know, because of the strong work ethic, um, maybe your husband is like me. At first, it almost seems like we'd be judging you guys for relaxing. And the irony is that the relaxation, as I said, increases productivity and increases your lifespan. Kind of an important thing. You were talking about creativity. I was thinking, you know, now I have once a week a massage in my life. A big nice, thing for a nice, type A. Yes. Yeah. And every week when I'm about to have this massage, there is a voice in my head that says, Okay, Sandra, we really don't have time for this. We have stuff we have to do. And here's what happens. As I lie down on the table, I have no choice. I cannot go to my phone or my computer. And my best ideas happen during that time. Yes. Because when you're relaxed, right. you can be creative. Because right. anxiety stops creativity. It kills creativity. Say more on that. I think lots of people need to hear about oh, that. Oh, well, it's, it's just all of the studies have shown that when you are in fight or flight, your brain just says survive. So it grabs hold of whatever is the next thing and holds on to it as tight as it can. When you want to be creative or find a name for your company or what's going to be your logo or what are we going to produce or what are we going to do, you want the opposite. You want that wide open spectrum. You want to go into the areas without worrying about judgment because anxiety also causes judgment. So you also have to get rid of that. You want to be able to allow for that. And that happens during those quiet times. And you can hear about like writers and movie producers and people that create things all the time is that it happens in those times when there's nothing else to do because your mind wanders into these strange areas. And a lot of people that do advertisements and other things that they need to grab people's attention. Some of the best ads people talk about how they happen because I was just sitting down having a shower and just thinking and my mind just went to this strange Mm. area And that's what you want to be able to give to yourself because it's nice. It also feels really invigorating to be able to be creative with that. And it might just be creative with a party that you're having or a card that you want to write to someone. It doesn't have to be something great that you're creating to it. It could just be something fun. Yeah, beautiful. So, you know, many of your patients probably struggle with the guilt. Mm -hmm. Um, So when someone's starting out, someone listening right now saying, okay, I buy it. I'm buying. I want to drink the Kool-Aid. I want to relax. Yeah. But I do feel tremendous guilt when I've got kids who are saying, mommy, can't you spend time with me and work to be done for my company or, you know, calls that to be returned. What's the first step in terms of dealing with the guilt? Okay. So I have a great little trick for this. I have a little trick for it and it works. So what we do is it's your homework because type A's don't want to not do their homework. And so uh, if your homework is to relax then you'll and do you it. are tracking it, you're going to do that. So I usually give to my overworkers, perfectionists, uh, people that are on burnout, is that you have to do something that's fun. You have to do something that's like meditative or silent or quiet or breathing exercises. That's that. And you have to do something that changes your environment. So going out or doing something. And you have to accomplish that every day. All three of them. All three of them. Okay, let's, go, th- them. let's go through that slowly. Okay, so you know that people are going to say, because I hear this all the time, when you say do something fun, people might say, I don't know what fun is. Mm. What is your answer to that? But, but isn't that a sadness? Right. Yes. That's my first thought is, that's really sad that you've lost that childhood joy in your life. Yes. So that's a big How problem. How do they find it? They, that's a big problem. Usually I say start, let's start at what you used to enjoy at your childhood. Yeah. And it's okay if you still want to choose to do that. 
And I think that a lot of times when we're stressed or if we're depressed or we're overworked, fun is the first thing that we cut out of our life. The saddest thing, by right. the way, because right. work to live, don't live to work. Right. Um, and so go back to what did you used to enjoy? Was it something that was creative? Is it building? And it could be even work-like. I like organizing drawers. You do? It, I do. I, I have, I, and again, I'm not a very organized person and I'm not very neat. But when I get a drawer and I dump out the drawer and I put it in little tiny boxes and they're color coded, that gives me something. I don't know why. I did my uh, art drawer with all of these little pegboards and they all hang in my art, my coloring pencils. That I look at that and and it's just happiness to me. So sometimes what might be fun might be something that would be like completely the opposite to someone else. Right. It could be looking through photos. It could be scrapbooking. It could be making jewelry. It could be planting in the garden. You want to see the different things that they have. And you can even look online and they have fun things to try. And they have very simple, you know, 100 different things that you can test out. See, does that create dopamine for me? Because that's what we want, a little dopamine activity. Listening to music, playing music. Neurotransmitter that makes you feel really good. Yeah. Right. So meditative is, again, a meditation, a breathing strategy, a relaxation strategy. Taking a walk in the woods. Yeah. Um, Some people, it could be photography. This, you want to kind of go into yourself. Yeah. And just nothing else exists. And it's soothing to you. So you want to work on your breathing, get slowed down and... You can just relax. So maybe it might be just, yeah, listening to music, um, seeing some beautiful colors, watching a sunset, looking at some fish. People worry that when they're doing it, if like they're looking at a sunset or looking at fish and it's not doing anything for them. And it might not. They might not. That might not be the thing that is relaxing to them. But it might also be that you have not, you have been working and running so fast that your body doesn't know how to shut down. So it takes time. And and it's a very good point. I think that you bring up a really uh, very important point and one that often comes up is that I actually get anxious when I'm relaxing. Uh, uh, uh. Yeah, that's a big one. That's a huge one. And right. I have a lot of people that have. So that's normal too. when you're it's first normal. starting to do it. It's a discomfort with sitting with yourself, isn't it? It's it's that, yeah, that, that anxiety of I'm, this is dangerous for me not to be so anxious. This must be wrong. Yes. And so the, 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 it's like the drawbridge is down and the forces are going to come in. So let's bring back up that drawbridge and your anxiety comes back up. Okay. So it, it's, a, it's a very common one. Okay. Because I'm not accomplishing things. Okay. I'm wasting time. I'm wasting time. Yeah, I, I get that. I get that. And then the last one, which we'll talk about briefly now after the break, we'll continue, which is getting outside of your environment. Uh, I want to know what you meant by that. But you know what? We'll, we'll pick that up after the break. We'll be right back on Straight Talk with Sandrich. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. Change your life forever with the latest cutting-edge products for home study treatment for anxiety, featuring the clinical director of the Montreal Center for Anxiety and Depression and host of Straight Talk, Sandra Reich. Sandra is joined by top therapist Georgia Dow in this revolutionary anxiety videos therapy series. Thousands of people have benefited from this scientifically proven treatment approach. Isn't it time you chose yourself? Visit anxiety-videos.com right now. That's anxiety-videos.com and change your life forever. 
Join the therapist who is affectionately known as the couple whisperer, Sandra Reich, on her famous couple retreats and change your life forever. Sandra offers couple retreats in beautiful locations several times a year that can radically change your love life. Couples describe her retreats as life-changing. Regain that loving feeling. Bring your intimacy to a new level and rediscover excitement and joy. Find out more at helpforanxietydepression.com or call 514-796-4357. We all want love and safety. Now you can have it. Call 514-796-4357 or helpforanxietydepression.com. Your life, your health, your network. This is Voice America Health & Wellness. You are listening to Straight Talk with Sandra Reich. To connect with the program today, please call 1-866-472-5792. Again, that's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to info at helpforanxietydepression.com. Now, back to Straight Talk. Here's Sandra Reich. We're back on Straight Talk with Sandra Reese. We're talking with Georgia Dow about the importance of relaxation and integrating it into your life. So the idea is, A, to buy into the concept that it's extremely important. And it's not much of a hard sell because the science certainly certainly proves it without a doubt. Relaxed people live longer lives and happier lives, more productive lives. Their blood pressure goes down. Their hormones are released at a more steady basis. Their blood pressure is lower. They feel better. They look better. They age less. It's an easy sell. Then the concept is how do you do it? And Georgia was giving an, a trick, which is basically to give someone homework to do it because if you feel guilty about relaxing, you're probably a type A who likes, who only feels you should do things if you had a homework assignment basically to do. So we were on the third point of that homework assignment, which is to get out of your surroundings and maybe go outside somewhere or go somewhere. Can you say a bit more about this? What does this mean? So some people just live in their office or they eat lunch at their desk. And our surroundings, if we are anxious and agitated, actually ends up getting a feeling to that. So if you ever go into your office and you you feel something, if you feel agitated from that, you've probably been agitated a lot in this environment. We are made to be highly associative. And so it's nice to be able to escape from what your environment is. I even think it's nice to make an area of your house which is kind of your relaxation or happy area, it doesn't mean that it has to be an area that that's all you do, but to kind of create that. So sometimes it might be to walk outside and go outside, but it could even be like leave the your, your work area and go into the living room. And that could be a different surrounding to that, which can then, if you've been feeling anxious, you're outside of that room and our neurons say that when we're moving, okay, I need to be productive. I need to deal with things so you can relax and be productive at being relaxed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so really when you think about it, so there's almost like different levels of relaxation. There's like playing a game, which I love to do, play yes. games, yes. fun. Yes. But there's also quiet relaxation. Yes. Just close your eyes and do some breathing. Yeah. And they're all really, they're like different spices. They're all really yes. good for they're, you. They're different neurotransmitters that right. you're releasing for them. So when you're working on being relaxed by doing like breathing or meditation, you're releasing serotonin. You're working on being calm. And being happy is excitory. It's a lot of dopamine, and that's making you feel motivated. They're both really important, but they're both very different to that. And you want to be able to experience joy and to be at peace. They're important for our uh, mental health. 
Why are people better in the summer? I find, like I started the show saying it's summertime. I think people, I mean, we live in Montreal, which is, we have a very short summer, a very short period where the weather is nice. And I've noticed with you and with myself, like we're really in the fun mode right now. Like we're not so much in the work mode. No. We're in the fun mode. It's summer and that's great. But why is it that in the summer we give ourselves more permission towards that than the winter? I, I think I'm that especially that. for my, and I don't know if this is the reason, I'd like to hear your opinion of it. Um, but I think it's because, especially where we live, there's only so much summer. So we want to make the most Milk of it. it. Yes. So there's, in Montreal, they have the most pools per capita of the world. Oh, I didn't know that. That's like yeah, the plastic bags. Really, You're telling me all these interesting things. Which is really strange, right? Because we have such a short, but we want to make the most of this summer because we don't have that much of it. So I think that we almost feel like we owe it to ourselves because we've survived the winter, which is dreadful here at right. times, um, to be able to have more fun. So we want to kind of make use of that. That's my thought. What is your thought too? No, it makes sense to me. And um well, yeah, I think that the winter is hard, but it's it's counterintuitive when you think about it, because actually in the winter, we're much more prone to depression because we don't have as much sunlight here. It's so it's actually probably where we need to integrate fun and that feeling more in the winter. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think, uh, you know, it's similar to what you're saying. I think when the summer comes, we're like, like, I know I have a like a meeting I have to do at work that I've put off. Right. Like I have a business meeting I need to do like a different business meeting. She's looking at me like, is it our business <laughs> right. meeting? You put it no, off and I don't I know. I put it off because I feel like the summer is very short. There's only a few weeks. I'll get to it in the fall. Right. You know, and I think there is that feeling we want to drink in the sunshine and drink in the permission to relax. Now that brings up another point for me is that we are in the business of helping people with anxiety. Do you think there's a correlation? It's a bit of a trick question. Do you think there's a correlation between people who don't relax and people who have anxiety? Because a lot of our listeners come to us having heard us on our DVDs or speaking uh, and they have anxiety. Is there a relationship? Of, of course, right? Like that's like the thing is that if you're not la- allowing yourself downtime, it, the, how do you get better at something? You practice it. If you're practicing being anxious all the time, you're going to get really good at that. The opposite. Oh, well, hold on. So you're saying, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but that's so brilliant. You're saying that anxious people actually master being anxious. Yes. Okay. Ex- explain that for our listeners. You are a hundred percent right, but explain that. I don't know if people are going to follow that. Yeah. The, how do you get better at something? If you were playing soccer and I asked, I said, I wanted to be a better at playing soccer. You would say, okay, you know, take the ball and go out and practice. And the more that I did that, the better I would get at that skill. Those neurons would wire together and fire together. And so people that come to us have mastered being good at anxiety. Why? Because they've been practicing it so much. Emotions, just like a skill, the more that you do them, the better you get. That's also with happiness. That's with sadness. That's with anger. It's an interesting concept. Like the more you practice something, like an emotion. So if I practice happiness, I'll become a happier person. But your anxious patient would be disagreeing here right now. They'd be saying, Georgia, of course I'm not practicing anxiety. I don't want to be anxious. It's just happening to me. Yeah. But even if you don't want to do it, you know, you come up with me with a big arm of muscles there's a there's a reason that those muscles are that big. So even if the anxiety is happening to you, maybe it's not you that wants to do it, but you have a boss or a family dynamic that is unhealthy and it's happening at you, your brain is still practicing anxiety. Sometimes it's not a conscious choice, but you're still doing it. And often people say, but I want to stop. And that becomes this tricky thing because maybe then when you are practicing being relaxed, your body says that is dangerous because maybe this anxiety was protective to you when you were younger you did it because it helped you and now it's now hurting you 
it's a hard thing to let go of. Yeah, what you're saying is, I love the way you're saying it. It must be so helpful to people when they hear you say this. It must be like a real aha moment to realize that I'm somehow feeding the anxiety and making my muscles bigger at this. Uh, It's it's a very interesting way of looking at things. It certainly is very empowering because you're giving your your client or the person with anxiety um, full responsibility. Right. Right. Which is really cool and scary all at the same time. Well, I have that question for you. So when you started to practice relaxation, yeah, how did you feel when you started to do it? Those beginning parts to that, what happened in your head? Because in the end, relaxation happens in your head. Yeah. But those negative thoughts of like, when you try something new, it's not going to feel right. No. Or, but I, I'm, I'm speaking for you. How did it well, feel? Well, I think you're speaking for me, but I think it's a fair thing to say because I think almost anything new I try, and that's probably true of all people, at first... It doesn't feel good. It yeah. feels unnatural. You know, right. I equate it a lot to, you know, when people learn to play golf or go mm-hmm. skiing for the same time or, mm-hmm. or surfing. It doesn't feel natural at all. I mean, there's nothing natural about going on a ski lift. Think so, about so it. So I'll, I'll play devil's advocate to that because this is what people tell me. But if it's good for me, shouldn't it feel good? Well, doesn't skiing, I'll ask them, my, my answer would yeah. be, do you ski, do you golf, do you snowboard, do you yeah. surf? Yeah, and they yeah. go, yes, do you love it? Yes. How was it the first time you did it? Terrifying. Exactly. Yes. And awkward. Yes. You didn't know where to put your hand on the golf club. So the thing is, it's supposed to feel uncomfortable, mm-hmm. but the interesting part is if you stick with it, it becomes more and more natural. So to come full circle to the beginning of the show, I did not grow up learning a lot about relaxation. And now I can't imagine my life without relaxation. Yes. It's important to me. There still is a little voice every now and then yeah. that goes... What do you think you're doing there, girl? Right. You don't have, you're not allowed to get that massage. We right. should be, we should be doing working. paperwork. That's right. <laughs> yes, exactly. But the more you do it, the better you become at it. That is so true. Uh, but you have to take that leap. Isn't that true about everything in psychotherapy when you think about it? Yeah. It's that leap. It's that first step that's difficult for people. Yes. Yeah. And and to, to be aware that it is going to be uncomfortable. And that that's okay. And that doesn't, just because your anxiety center may spike back up while you're trying to do this, that's part of the process of saying, I'm safe. I'm safe not doing this because you might have a very loud voice saying that. Um, I have something that's kind of also that I I wanted to talk about with you um, because we talked about all the different activities and, and stuff to that. And that it's that anxiety doesn't really happen in your body. Anxiety happens in your brain. So what might be ang- uh, relaxing for you may not be relaxing for someone else, and that's okay. Yeah, it's perfectly fine. And I think that makes me think of a point, too, is that, you know, you have alluded to breathing strategies and relaxation strategies. And that is that was a big part of what happened for me, is when I trained to be a therapist, they taught me this is a breathing strategy, this is a relaxation strategy, and I was like, whoa, this is pretty cool stuff. And I was like, well, wait a second. Why are we only teaching this to people with anxiety? Why doesn't everyone learn this? And that's a big part of what you and I do and teach people. Even on the anxiety videos, we have a whole video on relaxation and breathing. Because it is actually a technique, isn't it? Yes, it's a skill. So even though you breathe... Yeah, it's um, not, not doing enough. a relaxing breath is completely different right. than just regular breathing. Or if you've been anxious for a while, you probably don't even know how to do a proper, relaxed, calm breathing. And whenever I'm in session, you probably have this happen to you too. Um, and I say something that makes someone nervous, they do the, they're, they're trying, which is that big, deep, gulping breath. And they're really trying to re regulate their levels of carbon dioxide in, right. in their blood. They're trying to, they just don't know really how to do it properly. Yeah. But that's their brain saying this made me nervous and, and trying to re 
change, reshift that. And yeah, so- well, that's why I think it's very important to learn properly because you just said something important is that there's a little bit of a misnomer too. We read in magazines, like if you're stressed, take a deep breath. So it sounds like we should be doing... <gasps> And that actually induces an anxiety response. So yes, and we could actually create an anxiety response just by but, doing that. Yes. Remember, I remember when you taught me the straw breathing. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> Which is what? What is the straw breathing? It's you know, it's inducing a panic attack in someone. Why would we do that? Is to show them that they can overcome it, which is a whole other but, thing. But, but it says that just, just by, by your breathing, yes. you can create panic, and just by your breathing. You can empower yourself to get out of it. That's really powerful. Right. So people need to take the time to um, learn, you know, whether it's with a professional, whether it's with our DVDs or another DVD that you're aware of. But you want to learn how to do breathing properly and how to relax your body. You know, the relaxation strategies that we do on the DVD and that we practice at the center are still the relaxation strategies that I do to this day. Yes. They work like a charm. I, I, I do them. I do them when I can't sleep. Yeah. I do them before I go to bed. Um, I do them when I try to think of positive thoughts. If I'm nervous before I go on to speak somewhere, mm. I do these techniques. If I'm um, an athlete, I use them. When I'm uh, going to go into a fight, when I'm going for martial arts, not She's a black belt, people. by the way. Um, so unbelievable. When, when, we'll get to that too. When we when we do these things that could make you too nervous, yeah. this recenters it. And I used to be taught this in martial arts. So it's a really helpful tool and it seems almost too simple. I think that's the thing that yeah. people don't buy. They think it's too simple to be able to be So effective. which DVD is it on the uh, breathing and relaxation strategies in case people want to learn how to do it? Is it two? I want to say the second one. Okay, and where do they get the DVDs? Anxiety-videos.com. And they can download it instantly. They can download them, you have them, and if ever you're feeling nervous, you can actually run the DVD of us showing you at the same time or listen to the audio yeah. of us telling you how to do it to stop yourself from having a panic attack. I have people that that's what they do. They just watch the DVD every time they feel nervous. It's a good way to learn it. And if DVDs aren't your thing, find someone who teaches us and learn how to breathe and relax properly. Uh, We'll be right back on Straight Talk with Sandra Reich. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Join the therapist who is affectionately known as the couple whisperer, Sandra Reich, on her famous couple retreats and change your life forever. Sandra offers couple retreats in beautiful locations several times a year that can radically change your love life. Couples describe her retreats as life-changing. Regain that loving feeling. Bring your intimacy to a new level and rediscover excitement and joy. Find out more at HelpForAnxietyDepression.com or call 514-796-4357. We all want love and safety. Now you can have it. Call 514-796-4357 or HelpForAnxietyDepression.com. Change your life forever with the latest cutting-edge products for home study treatment for anxiety. Featuring the clinical director of the Montreal Center for Anxiety and Depression and host of Straight Talk, Sandra Reich. Sandra is joined by top therapist Georgia Dow in this revolutionary anxiety videos therapy series. Thousands of people have benefited from this scientifically proven treatment approach. Isn't it time you chose yourself? Visit anxiety-videos.com right now. That's anxiety-videos.com and change your life forever. Your life, your health, 
your network. Voice America Health and Wellness. You are listening to Straight Talk with Sandra Reich. To connect with the program today, please call 1-866-472-5792. Again, that's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to info at helpforanxietydepression.com. Now, back to Straight Talk. Here's Sandra Reich. I'm enjoying talking with Georgia Dow about the importance of relaxation. You know, I'll, I'll give you one of my life secrets is I talk about things, whether it's on the radio, whether it's when I speak, the things as I talk about it, it's a refresher for me to make sure I keep doing it. So true. And that's, you know, that's what they say. People who teach, what do they say? People who teach, I always get these things wrong, but people who teach need to learn it or something like that. It's, <laughs> but it's true. And I'm, people that don't do teach. Right. Right. So no, we try to I, not be the don't do or teach. I do we try it. to teach I, and no, do. I think by teaching it, it's a constant. I think therapists are very lucky like that. It's a constant reminder of what has to be done. And yeah. relaxation is such an important part of life. I mean, we've talked about your parents. We've talked about my in-laws. And I talked about my parents who were a bit more like your your husband's family. And, and it was hard. They're not alive anymore. And I, I wish they would have had more fun and relaxation in their life. And I bet they did, too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because you know, there's another expression I'll probably get wrong, but all work all day makes a man old and gray. It's something like that. Okay. She's laughing at me. It's all <laughs> like that. But it really I, I is know true. It makes Jack a dull boy. Makes Jack's a dull boy. Makes Jack. A dull I don't know if that's true. <laughs> really? I think that's it. I think no, that's it. No, you guys no. can write in and tell us which yeah, one it is. Us. I'm totally gonna no, look it up no, after. No, old and gray. Anyways, uh, she's giving me the luck. Maybe right, not. Maybe they're both maybe right. Not. They Who can knows? Both be right. But they, it does make you old and gray. It does, and and, dull. and it makes Jack dull. Yes, Jack. <laughs> only Jack though. If your name is not Jack, you don't have to worry. No, I think that you know, life is none of us end up on our deathbeds wishing, as they always say, that we worked more. That doesn't happen. It's no. a very, but that's a very good point. Is how do you want to live your life? And I think a lot of people say, well, when I then I'll relax when right. I make this much money or get my house or get this degree. Yeah. And sometimes you're not fortunate enough to have that happen. Why not live every day that way? So how can we get people to integrate like ASAP? So we talked about the break, maybe sharing some of our favorite yes. relaxation techniques. So we already talked about breathing and relaxation, which is a little bit that inner calm. That's something you do on your own. And it's yeah. important. Or I could do it as a family. We listen yeah. to to some uh, meditation. Oh, yes, you listen we, to Honest Guy, which yeah. I do too. Yeah, yeah. I, I like them. Um, and we just, we all, I bring my kids. They're not always, they're happy about it, but that's fine. And um, after they've been agitated or playing too much video games or just aggressive or I'm feeling agitated, we all lie down on our couches. They recline. We lay there and we play an audio of a relaxation. I like guided imagery and we all have to go through it together and then we all feel a little bit better. Yeah, it's I like that too and we have a very we don't do it with our kids but we have a similar ritual in our house is before we go to sleep every night actually. So nice. We do a meditation. My husband usually that will put him right into sleep. Beautiful. And for me it just feels great and it's definitely, you know, they say people who meditate have less colds and sickness I have certainly found that oh, to be yes, true yeah so that's 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 a quiet kind of uh, way of relaxing I'm also big on fun uh, which yes. I know you are too uh, I think one of my things I like to do which I th- I believe is one of yours too because it was something that drew us to each other is I like to play games love games you think I like to play games wow. I love to play games I love 
laughing, being silly, um, being with people that, that just make, make you feel invigorated after. So I love to play games. Um, it is one of my fun things as well. What else? What else do you do to relax? So I also like to watch a really good salacious show. Like oh, yeah. A show salacious. that just sucks you in yeah. and you can't wait to watch the next one. So like binge watching. Um, I love to, to binge watch something. Too, and when you too. find that show, um, it's the same thing I feel with a book. I haven't found a really good book. I need them to be quick to get a hook. If you ever, anyone knows some good text books. Text us, really text us. Um, yeah, I, that I also love to do. Yeah. I also yeah. actually, it's it's funny. Like the things you're saying are very similar. I also deal with my fun as I have, I'm, I'm ritualistic about things. Yeah. So I like watching uh, a great TV show is part of my, my order of operations of a day. Nice. Like I like that there's a yes. time at the day that they, now this is I, I watching silly TV I time. I do that too. And you used to do something great for Survivor. You make it an event. Oh, yeah. I we used to watch, love that. Yeah, we used to put the, the, the bandanas. Well, we do that now with Big Brother. It's I love so Once that. a week, we have, and that we do with our kids. So much fun. So Probably much not fun. appropriate for kids are my age, oh, but you know what? Your kids are old enough. Yeah, and you know what? It's funny. We have some great conversations, and we really make it. That's what it is, is making it into a fun can activity. I, can I just say something about the kids and watching things? That's the part of talking about things that are appropriate or not when they someone does something yes. it's about the talking about yes. it after so they learn yes. that's not appropriate if not they learn from doing it which is better from watching someone else do it's something. It's a great there. point because yeah. I am really big on Big Brother. And about yes. two weeks ago, some of you listening may watch, there was a racism issue. And we ah. paused the TV and we had a really good conversation. Someone had made a homophobic comment yes. and, and a racist comment. They were comparing which is worse, racism or homophobia. And we took the time to explain to our kids how none of this conversation is okay and, and why, why it's problematic and generalizations and so on and so forth. And they can discuss and deal yeah. with their feelings, yeah, it was good. which is lovely. It was so you good. ended up getting both relaxation yeah. and you helped Learning. discuss and yeah. have a debate of different things that might happen in the world. And you know, when you look back on your childhood, don't you remember those fun moments with your family? I love that. I yeah. love that. And that's what you want to do is exactly have those little bits of fun things that you do because you'll look back on your life and that's what you're going to remember if you only work you're not going to you're not you're not going to remember anything when you look back it will will be kind of a blur you want to make all of those little nuggets of happiness of joy that you can kind of look back on and make your life feel full yeah yeah, you're very good in your house also. You guys do uh, virtual reality. We do. We play video games. I love video games. Yeah. They're not great for your brain. And I do, you do uh, like, they're not horrible for your brain either. But you limit it. But we limit it. And, yeah. But when we do it, we do it and we're all in. All in. Um, so we often play together games all together with us. Uh, and uh, it's just a lot of fun to be able to do that. Or we do sleepovers. We all get into bed. We have like, we put out the beds on the floor of one of the kids' rooms and we all sleep there, even the poor dog. Um, and we just chat and we just talk at night. We just chat about the world and the universe and all oh, of these different fun. things. And that's a nice way to bond and to relax at the same time. Really? Yeah. I like that one. That's yeah, a we good do slumber one. parties. Slumber parties is good. Yeah. So it's really part of your life. And I remember, like, it's a famous story. We talk about that when you started working at the center, that you also had, like, your couch turns into a bed. And now you're such a busy, in-demand therapist that I don't think you get to use it that often. But there was a time I when you used it gout. today. You did. I did. I never had never actually opened it fully out. It actually goes into a, a, full, a, bed. a, a full bed. But I actually have used the couch today. I laid down. I was like, I have 10 minutes. I'm going to take a little, I'm going to shut my eyes for, for five or 10 rest minutes. Your to, yes, rest, rest your eyes. Rest your eyes. Uh, Didn't you? Oh, yeah. 
Did you really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay, so relaxation strategies, you really integrate them in your life. Um, I try to integrate them in my life. I think that the more I do, the happier I am. Have you found, and this is a thought that I have that I use in my life, my barometer is when I start to get like a little bit snappy or um, feeling almost bored with life, it usually means I haven't been taking enough time to relax. Do you have that kind of barometer in place for yourself? Yeah, when I feel unstable, like my world is wobbling, like I don't feel centered in my universe, which is a feeling that the way that I experience that feeling is that's when I know I need to just shut everything else out and then come back into me and see what I need to put onto my plate or not. Okay. Do you, do you daydream? Oh, yeah, but I'm a, I've always been a huge daydreamer. Like, I think that I lean towards being ADHD, and I was always someone that would think of, you know, wild, crazy things. Like, I could daydream about being a superhero while yeah, I'm like driving. Yeah, that was, that was one yeah. of your strategies for me years yeah. ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You so can't you do sleep. it. All the time. I could do it. I used to do it more often just because I had more time to do that. And now, my if I'm sitting, doing anything, my children will come up and chatter to me. So yeah. I have less idle time where like true daydreaming can be there but I'm always probably daydream I'm walking from the house the car to the office I'm daydreaming and your world feels a little unstable when you're not relaxing and I'm sure your sleep starts to go down when you're not relaxing yes yeah, so there's too and usually it's because I'm doing too much yeah I'm doing too much or I'm too worried um, and I haven't I the things that are should be important to me are not the ones that I have into my plate they're not I haven't put them as priority you're not living true to your value system. No. Right. Oh, I love that. Say that. Say that. Explain that a little bit. Well, living. What does that mean? That's so important to me is to live true to your value system. What do you hold dear in your life? And is your life a reflection of that? Oh, that's beautiful. Wow. You yeah. ended on a zinger. That's yeah, so true. Thank you. Because if you're spending, if you say my children are the most important part to me, but I'm spending all my time even at home working. And again, sometimes you have to to eat, yeah. then work to eat. But if you don't have to, you want to put that to what makes you feel happy. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and I'll say one more thing, and we'll, we'll, we'll wrap it up, and people will want to know how to reach you and so on and so forth. But the thing is, I want to say on the record, we are not saying not to work, and we are not no. saying not no, no. to be responsible. Because yeah. I think that's the fear sometimes, that you're going to relax so much that you'll become indulgent and decadent and eat chocolate strawberries Hedonistic. all day long. Yeah, hedonistic. Yes. But we're not lovely. saying that. You, oh, no, no, we're not. You can actually, you're, 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 it's okay to work. It's okay it's to okay work. You to want be to be balanced. You want to be balanced. I actually, though, I, I joked about how lovely that would be. If I am not doing enough, I will feel, start to feel a little bit depressed. It's just part of who I am right, as a person. So you do want to hit your balance. Georgia. Always a pleasure to have you on the show. Thank, Thank you so you. much for coming and talking about relaxation. Thank you for having me. Uh, people will want to know how to reach you. I know you won't know the phone number because that's not your strength. No, I was looking on the sheet. I'm like, maybe it's on. There's a little cheat sheet somewhere. I think no. it should be a cheat sheet. Anyways, oh, you can well. reach Georgia at 514-777-4530 if you want to speak to her. Uh, also, the website, helpforanxietydepression.com, and the videos. That you always know. Anxiety-videos.com. It's short. It's short and sweet. And we got some new videos coming out soon, by the way. Very exciting stuff on how to um, use emotional intelligence in business coming up soon. Um, thank you so much, Georgia. Thank you. Thank you all for joining us today. 
Um, I'd like to invite you to come back next week to Straight Talk with Sandra Reich. If you'd like to hear this or any prior show as a podcast on my website, it's straighttalksandareich.com. On the podcast app of your iPhone and iTunes under Straight Talk with Sandra Reich, you can drop me a comment or a question anytime at info at helpforanxietydepression.com. My name is Sandra Reich, and I promise I'll help you learn to live your best life Same next week, same time, same channel. In the meanwhile, keep your eyes on the stars. Thank you for listening to Straight Talk with Sandra Reich. We hope you've enjoyed today's show and we'll tune in again next Thursday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Now, go live your best life.